Before I read the scripture, let us pray. The word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. Give us ears to listen to your living word. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Our scripture reading this morning comes from Matthew 13, verse 24 through 30 and 43. Hear the word of the Lord. He put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field, but while everybody was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and then went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared as well. And the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. The slaves said to him, Then do you want us to go and gather them? But he replied, No, for in gathering the weeds, you would uproot the wheat along with them. Let both of them grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, collect the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. Let anyone with ears listen. This is the word of the Lord. Have you ever been disappointed by God? Do you sometimes wonder where God is when bad things happen? Have you ever experienced that the more you try to live up to the word of God, the more trials you suffer because of your faith and you are about to be choked by those trials? And it's not because of your sins. For those of you who have been in the faith for more than 20 or 30 years like me, you might agree with me that it is much more difficult now than before to maintain our faith in this highly secularized society. The Christian life is lived in a war zone. If you are a true believer in Jesus, you are in the trenches. There's conflict, opposition, and hostility against you. That is sort of the situation we face with today's parable. The parables of Matthew 13 are parables that reveal truths about the kingdom of God. 
That's why Jesus begins today's parable with the words, the kingdom of heaven is like. When Jesus Christ came to earth, he brought the kingdom of God with him. Wherever Jesus went, the kingdom went. Wherever Jesus is, that's where the kingdom is too. And because Jesus died on the cross and rose from the grave, his kingdom remains in this world today. Do you feel the kingdom's presence though? Do you see its power working? In today's scriptures, Jesus tells a parable that helps us understand. It's a parable that answers the question. If the kingdom of heaven has come in Christ, why is still there evil? Listen to the parable of Jesus, beginning with Matthew 13, verse 24. We read, he put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field. But while everybody was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and then went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared as well. And the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come from? He answered, an enemy has done this. The slaves said to him, then do you want us to go and gather them? But he replied, no, for in gathering the weeds, you would uproot the wheat along with them. Let both of them grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, collect the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned. But gather the wheat into my barn. What is Jesus teaching us about the kingdom of God here? What does this parable mean? Fortunately, we don't have to guess. Jesus himself explains this parable to us. We find his explanation in Matthew 13, verse 33 through 43. Follow with me again as I read the scripture. Then he left the crowds and went into the house. And his disciples approached him, saying, Explain to us the parable of weeds of the field. He answered, The one who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the word. And the good seed are the children of the kingdom. And the weeds are the children of the evil one. And the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. Just as the weeds are collected and burnt up with 
fire, so will it be at the end of the, the age. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will collect out of his kingdom all causes of sin and all evildoers. And they will throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Let anyone with ears listen. In this parable, what does the field represent? In verse 38, Jesus tells us that the field is the world. We can immediately notice that God is the true owner of the field defined, defined here as the entire world. It is legitimate and lawful that he sows seeds in his field. Now, in the field of this world, Jesus says that there are two kinds of seed that get sown. Christ, who is the Son of Man, sows good seed. And the good seed represents the children of the kingdom. And who are the children of the kingdom? Those who submit to the king. The children of the kingdom are those who acknowledge their sin, repent of their sin, and who put their trust in Jesus Christ and what he did for them on the cross. If you are a true believer, you are God's good seed planted by him in this world. Unfortunately, there's another sower who works in the same field. He is the enemy of Christ. He is the devil. While everyone is sleeping, he comes by stealth and plants weeds. What he does is unlawful, as he is not the owner of the field. His presence and activities are unknown as he comes and does his business while everyone is asleep. Jesus tells us that the weeds represent the children of the evil one. These are all those people who will not repent. These are all those who will not follow Jesus. And so the first thing we learn from this parable is that for the time being, two kinds of people have been sown in this world. Today, the children of the kingdom and the children of the evil one dwell together on earth. Yes, in Christ, the kingdom of God has come. But for the moment, the kingdom of the devil has not yet been put away. Jesus gave us a very important clue in this parable about living and operating in this world. In the kingdom of heaven on earth, there are good seeds and weeds in the same field. God did not plant his kingdom and his children in a separate part of the field. He scattered them 
all over, and he let the weeds grow up around them. We are not here to weed the world of bad influences. We are here to enhance the field, to do God's work in the world, and to do it right alongside everyone else. Now, we can answer our question. If the kingdom of God has come to this world, why does evil still exist in this world? Here's a short answer. Jesus permits it. Listen again to Matthew 13, verse 27 through 30. And the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. The slaves said to him, Then do you want us to go and gather them? But he replied, No, for in gathering the weeds, you would uproot the wheat along with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. In fact, weeds rob desirable parents, plants of nutrients, water, and sunlight. Weeds compete because they absorb more mineral nutrients and water in the soil around them. Many weeds have very shallow roots and can absorb the rain water before it seeps into the soil for the desired slower growing plants which have deeper roots. The weeds, the children of the evil one, demonstrate hostility towards the children of the kingdom and cause injury and death. Jesus acknowledges that this world is full of sin and sinners and for the moment refuses to do anything about it. Of course, that raises another question. Why would Jesus, who is holy, permit evil to remain? Jesus permits evil to remain in this world for our eternal benefit. The weed referred to here is thought to mean donor, a ryegrass, which looks much like wheat in its early stages of growth, but is poisonous. Roman law prohibited sowing donor among the wheat of an enemy, suggesting that the parable presented here is realistic. While growing next to the stalk of wheat, donor cannot be distinguished from the real wheat. It is not until near the time of harvest, when the wheat comes into ear or sprouts its fruit, that you can discern which of the two is the real item. Now it is clear why Jesus permits evil 
to remain in this world. Because if Jesus judged the world right now, some of the people God has marked for salvation would be lost because they are still premature to reveal their true nature. That's why Jesus says, don't pull the weeds now, because while you are pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Are the children of the evil one among the children of the kingdom truly evil people? No. The parable tells us they look and act similar to the children of the kingdom. You cannot tell them apart. Until we repent and turn to God, we are all walking according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. Satan influences by mood and attitude. Sometimes he uses the scriptures to tempt us to fall as he did to Jesus in the wilderness. Until we understand this and actively resist his evil spirit at work, we can unknowingly be his agents. Satan is the god of this age and keeps everyone deceived. And he can penetrate even the closest parts of God's people. Basically, the church is a mixture of wheat and weeds. As Martin Luther put it, we are simultaneously saint and sinner. That's the mystery of holding weeds and wheat together negligent in his work for consummating his kingdom. But he's, he is patient. Second Peter 3, verse 8 through 9, puts it this way. Do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. We live in a day of grace. Yes, Jesus does permit evil to remain, but he permits it only so evil people can be saved from sin and the hell they deserve. But here's what we must never forget. Even though Jesus permits evil to remain today, he will not permit it to remain forever. In Matthew 13, verse 30, Jesus says, let both grow together 
Until when? Until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the reapers, collect the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned. But gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. Beginning with the second half of, of verse 39, Jesus tells us, the harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. As the weeds are pulled up and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send his, his angels, and they will collect out of his kingdom all causes of sin and all evildoers. A day of judgment is coming. Some people deny it. Some people mock it. But on multiple occasions, Jesus warns us that it's true. There's a final day, and on that day, all humanity will be divided into one of two groups. Those who have been made righteous in Christ and those who, are, who stand condemned. On that day, the only thing that is going to matter is this. Are you wheat or are you weed? Are you a child of the kingdom or are you a child of the evil one? Right now, whichever you are, this parable has something to say to you. If you are a child of the kingdom, this parable encourages you. It teaches us not to be dismayed by all the evil in the world. This parable reminds us someday it will. Yes, there is evil in this world, but it's only for a while. One day, the Son of Man will weed out of his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. Which brings us to the second point. This parable reminds us, as believers, we shouldn't place judge. In the parable, the slaves come to the owner of the field and ask him, do you want us to pull up the weeds? They say, they sound just like us. We want to uproot those who we believe do not belong to our part of the field. When Jesus is ready to judge, he'll do. Today, when the children of kingdom and the children of the devil dwell together, is a day of grace. Our calling is never to condemn the weeds. Our calling is to share Christ with them. Yes, there are times to confront the evil and speak out against sin, but never forget even in those times, our motivation must always be salvation 
not condemnation. The third lesson this parable reminds us of is this. Don't get too relaxed and lenient with sin. It's hard to live in a world filled with sin without getting caught up in it. We better between what is good and right and what we like. Do not argue with or try to persuade God. Do not try to distort the truth to defend your cases and serve your own ends. Instead, resist to the point of shedding your blood in your struggle against sin. Why? One ultimate reason is judgment. This parable reminds us one day the Son of Man will send out his angels and they will weed out of his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. Let's never forget a child of the kingdom and an evildoer are two different things. How can we say we are Christians if we won't separate ourselves from sin? Jesus says clearly, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Faith without deeds is dead. Jesus also says, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. Becoming a Christian is not a change of degree, but a change in kind. It means being dead to sin but alive to God in Christ. Whether we are good seed or weeds is in fact a question of who our Lord is. One day, we will be called to present ourselves face to face before God. Then, we will be known only by our fruits in life. Jesus concludes his parable with a warning and a promise. At the end of the age, evildoers will be thrown into the fiery furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. But then the righteous will be shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Weed or wheat, or wheat, weeping or shining, which will it be for you? Let anyone with ears listen.